I am Tova Cito. And I am Janice Scant. And we believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And that it is our job to get us there. Every week, we will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The The Remedy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tovacito and... Janice Gant and... And Kevin, I missed you guys. I missed you, missed Kevin. It feels like weeks since you've been in here. It I does. Know. You, they've been on the beach. I've been slaving away. <laughs> <laughs> you have been on the beach. Wait, have we... We've met since I was in Puerto Rico, right? No. Did we? Well, I don't think so, because we haven't met since Kevin went no. on his vacation. Wow. That's true. I got That's to go to saying, Puerto Rico like a long time. and... Pennsylvania. Oh my gosh. I got to do these two weddings that were. J- Have y'all ever been to West Pennsylvania? No. Not that I can recall. You would remember. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to where Arnold Palmer was born. Huh? And Mr. Rogers. Oh. Uh? It's called Ligonier, Pennsylvania. And I did a wedding there and it was spectacular. How nice. At this old, old country club called Rolling Rock Club. And it was, I mean, just, and these two are about the cutest things I've ever seen. The, the, the two couples that I married over the last couple of weeks have just been ugh, just precious. Man, you know, I have to say, this generation getting married and the things they know and the things they talk about and the things that these, especially I have to say, that, you know, when we were getting married, we didn't, I mean, there was no premarital counseling. Right. There was no Brene Brown. There was no Janice Gant. Like, there was nobody telling us about no. family of We didn't talk about anything. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Expectations yeah. and um, vulnerability. And I'm telling you, these, you know what's really surprising that I'm noticing? You know who cries at these weddings? The guys? Yes, because they've been given permission to cry. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like yeah. these men, but at both weddings, the groom cried, and the women were. I mean, they a couple couple times got tearied, but the grooms were like tears, tears, tears. I mean, just precious. I'm like, there is a shift. Uh huh. There uh-huh. is a shift in these young couples that I'm super excited about Uh you know that the book i think i told i've told you about tova i'm sure i did that terrence real wrote Mm -hmm. called i don't want to talk about it and it's about male overt and covert depression which covert depression a lot of times it you you it's not diagnosed because there aren't any overt symptoms but a lot of that is due to men not being able to talk about their feelings and not being able to be vulnerable not be given a societal permission to do that and yeah. now that they've gotten because men do talk about it yeah and women love it because oh, it really yeah. helps them feel connected it's just different now yeah which it, is good hopefully that will help oh i i'm so impressed with the 20s early 30s somethings that are getting married and and just the the, the capacity that they have for emotion 
that just didn't exist. Well, they've had the capacity. They just haven't. They haven't. The permission, like you permission, said. Permission, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah. Really Hopefully those marriages cool. will be strong. You know, more will be revealed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. It uh, helps. I yeah. mean, it helps people be connected. Mm-hmm. So how was your vacay? How was Cabo, Kev? Uh, it was good. Very good. What was the best part? Uh, we did like a uh, a boat tour and like snorkeling, snorkeling trip one day and it was like private with just the four of us and that was really fun. Oh, that was nice. probably my favorite part. Yeah. That was probably the only time I got in the ocean. Your pictures <clears throat> were really cute. Oh, thank you. Well, you can't get in. The, you can't get in in Cabo. It's no. the craziest it's thing. It's like there's not really a, an accessible beach yeah. like you envision at most resorts. Yeah. You know? Right. You don't really go for it. It's dangerous. They have yeah. that scary undertow that'll mm-hmm. take you far, far away. It's like always a red flag. Yeah. yeah. Don't uh-huh. want to go out there. Don't but. get in. Yeah. I've, that doesn't bother me. I've snorkeled there on a boat. Did you go over by where that rock those big rocks are yes we and saw yeah got pictures at the what's it called the arch the yeah. arch yeah. yeah 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 and then on one side it's like super calm and the then you side, just cross yeah. the other side and you're like on one side it's it's two different oceans i'm trying to remember yeah it's yeah the yeah sea of cortez on one and i can't remember the other yes. the other is the pacific yes yeah. that's exactly right yeah, and you that... can feel the difference in a boat we probably snorkeled around the same place probably yeah, yeah. It was right in that same area. It's all pretty close to the harbor. I yeah. Mean, you don't have to go very far to see all that stuff. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It was really cool. Snorkeling was fun. And that fun was the there. last day there. So. Oh. You ended with the bang. Exactly. Said the best <laughs> for last. You said the food was not amazing. No. It's it's weird. Like, you'd think there'd be good Mexican food and good seafood. It really wasn't very good. That's really? Was it? Did you eat at the same place? Mostly I ate at the resort, which uh-huh. could have been my issue. But twice I ate uh, in town. Uh-huh. Once I ate it, uh, I had to go to Cabo Wabo, of course. And they actually have pretty good street tacos. <laughs> uh-huh. They do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't bad. Cabo Wabo. And then one night, the other place I went to on the harbor, I can say was, I got a little bit sick the next day. So. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you go to that? Uh, that could have been, I may have, as I think when I have too many drinks and I get ready for bed and brush my teeth, I think I probably accidentally drank non-potable water. So it could have been that as well. Uh, Don't want to blame it all on the restaurant, but you never know. Did you throw up? No, no. It was the Zuma style. Montezuma's re- uh-huh. revenge. I almost skipped that boat trip. It's almost like I'm not going, but thankfully I was able to pull myself together. You rallied. Yeah. Well, rallied. glad we're all back safe and sound. Yeah, yeah. me too. Oh, yep, we have yep. to thank our sponsor for today, Michelle Gass. Do you know Michelle Gass? No, I don't. Lovely. That's Lovely funny. It human. ties right in with my story I was just saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very mature awesome. humor. Um, and she's right here in Dallas and... Yeah, I didn't even know she listened. I oh, that's so for... nice. Thank you, Michelle. Yes, thank you so much, Michelle. We so appreciate all of our listeners. Um, and I'm super excited about our topic today. Me too. Um, I have lots of opinions and thoughts about Good. some of the things. Good, let's get in it. <laughs> let's dig in. So we asked um, our listeners to please give us feedback, women, mm-hmm. about what women wish men knew about women hey text elise while we're while we're here and she's at work she won't see it but and and i wish i would have asked ahead of time i know i i meant to oh we talked about it definitely yeah i would have loved to know what she would say um but we asked people to give us feedback um about what we what women wish men knew about women and we got 
we got some feedback. This is probably easier to answer than the the inverse, I would think. Well, we've done it, but and the men got into it. Yeah, they really, really did. But what, I would just think women have more more things than guys do. That well, they, what it, they're what, the more funny, questions. The funny thing about what the feedback I got is a lot of it was repetitive. Oh. People said the same stuff? Yes. So uh-huh. I'm like, are we all living the same life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it may be men are doing the same life. Yeah. yeah that totally. That. Uh-huh. Um, so, and, and I'm going to have a lot of questions for you, Janice, and probably you too, Kev, um, about some of the feedback we got. But I... Uh, I loved it. I loved it. I love I love these ones where our listeners get involved. Me too. Me too. Yeah. They get into it. It's fun. Yeah. And so if you are a woman who listens to our show, um, this is an opportunity for you to pass along to a man in your life. Mm-hmm. Because um, I think this will be a, a this will really be useful information. Insightful for men. And sometimes it's easier for for women to say, "Will you listen to this?" Instead of sit down and say, mm-hmm. "Okay, now listen to this." Exactly I, yeah, I want right. this. I want that. <laughs> they they can turn a very neutral thing into nagging. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> totally, totally. It's interesting you use that word when you get to one of these. Uh huh. Okay, so let's get this party started. Okay. Um. So I'm. I, I know who sent these, but I'm going to make them anonymous. Perfect. Um. So. But thank you to everybody who gave us great feedback is, is what we definitely want to say. Okay, here we go. Um, I wish men really understood that sex serves a different purpose at times for women than men. While it's a physical need for men, it seems like it's more of an, an emotional need for women. So it's not rejection if we're not up for it all the time. But if they would foster the emotional connection, we would be up for it more often. There's nothing worse than working in a job for eight hours, cooking dinner for the family, getting kids organized for the next day, collapsing and and then collapsing in bed only to be groped. (laughs) (laughs) And then made to feel guilty if you aren't interested in participating. How's that for a loaded response? I like it. I like it. We're going to get right into the down and dirty. (laughs) I'm sure this wasn't the ones that was one of the ones that was repeated. It actually, yeah. Are yeah. you being sarcastic? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is probably the number one re- response. Well, I, close. So I'd love to know your thoughts about that, Janice. Well, I think that uh, one of the ways that men and women are really different when women are really tired, they their sex drive goes down. And when men are physically exhausted, sometimes their sex drive will even increase because they can, they can literally, pun on words, be up for it. (laughs) (laughs) Even Mm -hmm. if they're really tired, because then they just crash and go to sleep. Or sick or injured. It doesn't really matter. (laughs) (laughs) But women, when they're really fatigued, it is literally the last thing on their brain Mm -hmm. so so for guys it's important for guys to understand that and then if you you know a lot of times women will be 
interest more interested in sex and on a saturday morning if the Mm -hmm. kids are taken care of Mm -hmm. or on a sunday afternoon or you know when they're out of town and they don't have their job cooking and taking care of kids i think that you'll i mean i think across the board women's sex drive increases when they're on vacation oh yeah because they're not as exhausted so i think it is important for men to know and i think men and women are very different when it comes to that fatigue for women no not interested fatigue for men yeah i can do it and it's you know doesn't it's not as much work seemingly for them how 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 do you think that is how do you how does somebody get rejected sexually you know if if a man or woman for that matter want i know women i know i have some friends who have a larger sex drive than their husbands and they have been rejected by their husbands and i know that that can be emotionally very difficult on the person who's feeling the rejection and so how do you how do you get rejected without feeling rejected well you you stop taking things personally it's a boundary system so you know what you think of me is none of my business basically you know so if you don't like how i fix dinner all right, that's not a reflection on me. That's a reflection on your taste. If you don't have the energy or you're not in the mood, if you're if a guy is totally depleted, gets home from work and feels like he's been, you know, in an army fight, then and if they if if they reject their wife, it's important that people think, okay, well that's about him. That's not about me. I'm not going to take things personally. One that's one of the things about sex that really can mess with people is people take it so personally Mm -hmm. and really other people's behaviors other people's choices other people's likes and dislikes are not a reflection on me i am not the center of the universe Mm -hmm. so if you can remember that and put yourself in that jelly jar and picture that rejection it's not a rejection of the person. It's a it's a desire not to be sexual, mm-hmm. you know. So then and those are two very totally different, different things. things. And then you can picture that sliding off your jelly jar, and you think, okay, that's not about me. I have the choice to take that personally or not, mm-hmm. you know. And it's the same way with guilt. You know, we have a choice to feel guilty or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're acting outside of our value systems and we feel guilty, then that's a warning sign that we need to adjust our behavior. Right. But if somebody's not interested or if I tell somebody no and they pout, then I it, I no is not being unkind. If you right. call them no asshole, then that's being unkind. Right. So, you know, you just don't allow yourself to get in that in that cesspool of guilt Mm -hmm. and and a lot of people will use that Mm -hmm. you know people know how to make other people feel guilty if especially if they don't have boundaries well it's like well okay i guess i'll be all right i mean i thought that by taking you on that vacation you'd want to have sex more (laughs) you know and then the person can be like yeah well that's interesting okay no (laughs) you know so you got to be really careful about what you let in and what you don't let in and that's hard for people to do yes it is hard for people it's about boundaries we did an episode or two on that on boundaries yep and uh yeah so somebody else wrote it's kind of along the same lines she said i would like for 
them to know that our minds and bodies, how our minds and bodies are connected. And it seems like theirs are not connected in the same way and how they always take it personally when we don't want to jump into sex all the time. Uh huh. And I mean, it's, it's essentially the same thing. And, and I know specifically this, this girl, I mean, she's, gets really upset if he wants to have sex and she's just exhausted or tired. He takes it very personal. Well, and then and then he probably displaces that on her. And I think very that is so. a very, very, very manipulative mood, move, actually. Mm-hmm. And I think it will destroy a sex life. So if I don't feel like, so if I don't feel like I have permission to say no, then my yeses are going to go way down. That's a very important thing that you just said and a really important thing for people to hear because that is something that I see a lot, Mm -hmm. a lot. I mean, if the man or woman acts out because they uh, of their insecurities and their feelings of rejection, that makes them less attractive and you less likely to want to have sex with them. And so pretty soon that dynamic turn, turns into obligation mm-hmm. and we're having dutiful sex instead of desirable sex. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants do, dutiful sex. I don't no. want anybody having sex with me out of duty. No. I'd rather not have sex. Yeah. No, dutiful sex is, I mean, and there, you know, there, it's not, it's not like sometimes you might one of the one of the per, one of the parties might say might think in their head you know it's i really don't want to do this but i can do this it'll probably take 2 minutes mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and then they and usually by the time you start yeah and you're, you're and, like, oh, and then okay. you're compliant with that but mm-hmm. it's not you know and and i i mean i think a little bit of dutifulness is not a bad thing mm-hmm. because it will kind of keep us on a pathway mm-hmm. you know i mean we do dutiful things all the time in relationships yep that's true you know i mean there are times when i don't want to you know get up in the ski in the morning as early mm-hmm. as Tom does but mm-hmm. I'll do that because I had a not duty to him but it is kind of duty because he is really nice and he's really sweet and mm-hmm. I appreciate him so mm-hmm. yeah I can do that yeah yeah totally I agree with you I th- and I, I think that across the board like we do that a lot mm-hmm. in a lot of our relationships so why not every once in a while do it for that. Now, mm-hmm. if you're only having dutiful sex, I think that's something to... Well, if you're only having dutiful sex, then you, your sex life probably needs some work. Yeah. And um, there's a book. I may have it on my phone. Um, and it's it's a really interesting book about how to increase sex drive and, and your sexuality. And, uh, and there are some activities that they do that are a little weird. But I've I've recommended it to people and they've used it. So you know if you're if if you're if you're not wanting sex, then you want to stop and ask yourself, okay, what could my partner do that would increase my desire to be sexual? Mm-hmm. You know, do you need more petting? Do you need a date night? Mm-hmm. Do you need to spend the night out a- away from your house? Mm-hmm. Do you need? toys i don't know whatever mm-hmm. whatever is gonna help you increase your sex drive 
you want to really do talk it. about that. Yeah. And then do it. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, I know. Well, yeah. So, you know, you just have to make sure you're not acting outside of your value system and, and you're not asking your partner to act outside of their value system. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, because really good sex is, a, you know, it, again, it's something that you kind of practice mm-hmm. instead of it like being fairy dust. Yes, very much so. And, uh, I mean, to this girl's point, and maybe somebody... Maybe somebody, one person said, love languages seem cliche sometimes, but there's a lot of validity to them. It seems like most men are physical touch and most women are acts of service or words of affirmation. I think it's really important that we speak in the language that our partner prefers, not your own preferences all the time. It will get you a long way. Yeah, yeah. And and I do think that like, I mean, physical touch is certainly a love language that I enjoy, but it's not my most important one. So if somebody does do an act of service or gives me those words of affirmation, I am going to be more inclined Mm -hmm. to feel, have a sexual connection or want a sexual connection with them if they're just, if they're speaking my language too. I think that's a really good one. And, and I think that, I think that when you're talking about physical touch, I think that it's, that there's, Two, there's sexual touch mm-hmm, and there's mm-hmm, physical touch. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody reaching over and squeezing your arm or just giving you a hug or grabbing your hand and walking, holding hands, you know, in the middle of the day or something like that where it's not directly linked to sex, right. you know, is going to really help women feel more cherished because we mm-hmm. do like to be touched, but it's not always... To get to sex. Right. You know? I think that's a really, really good point. Because if I hold somebody's hand and that to them means this is the beginning of sex and I don't want to have sex, uh-huh. then I'm not going to hold your hand. Uh-huh. I'm going to hesitate before I hold your hand. Like mm-hmm. I really agree with the importance of having physical connection and physical touch outside of sex and trusting that I can do that without it always having to go to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a really good one, Janice. I was looking for that book. I'm going to keep scrolling and see if I can find it. But, you know, I think that, uh, and I think that talking about that is is important for people to do. You know, like if your husband reaches over and grabs your hand and that feels really good, and it's in the middle of the day or you're in the grocery store or something mm-hmm. is to say to him, you know, oh my gosh, that. that was so sweet of you just yeah. to grab my hand for no reason. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. You know, because men tend to perform based on productivity. Mm-hmm. So if, if they are getting something mm-hmm. from holding your hand, even if it's something just uh, uh, words of appreciation Mm -hmm. they're gonna do it more it's like pavlov's dogs they get rewarded (laughs) you ring the bell and they get a a nibbit of food right totally so and so we are kind of like that as humans yeah we are yeah um okay somebody said quality time and kindness go a long way with women yeah, so you got to define quality time. Yeah. And that's, that's really important. Yes. Because we all might have a different description of quality time. Yes. That's something that I really learned from you when yeah. I when I was 
going to therapy a lot with you is what does that mean to you? You know, be very, very, Uh very specific because we just think that if we say, well, I like quality time and you should give me quality time. Well, and he's like, I do give you quality time. Like we're together all the time. Yeah. Um, what, okay. There's obviously a disconnect and it's because whatever that my definition of quality time is different than their definition of quality time. I think that's a really important, I think that goes a long way in relationships altogether. We have to get specific. Mm -hmm. We do. Mm -hmm. We really do. And the same thing with words of affirmation, you know, if, if, you know, what do you like to be commended for? the food that you made. I mean, mm-hmm. I growing up, we never left the table without saying, thanks for dinner, mom. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. It was expected, and we got in the habit of that. Mm-hmm. And, and so for me, if I make dinner, if I'm, Tom loves chicken cacciatore, and if I make that mm-hmm. for him, you know, he always says thank you. But I don't think he grew up being this telling their mom his mom thank you Mm -hmm. and so i kind of had to ask for that Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and and i I think sometimes women uh, and i i have to say women because i really haven't heard it from men women are like but i don't want to have to ask i wish he just knew that i want flowers like why doesn't i want him to give me flowers because he wants to give me flowers not because i asked him to give me flowers i'm like but he doesn't know. No, you got to ask for what you, you want. You got to ask for what you want. And we think that they should just know. Yeah. yeah. They and don't. They, no. We, we, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. They don't know. Yeah. And so you, you have to say, I really like it when you bring me flowers. And once a month, I need you to surprise me with flowers. Yeah. Be very specific. Yeah. One time I told From Tom, Dr. I said, Delphinium. I don't, I don't really like flowers. I mean, it's fine, mm-hmm. but it's not my favorite thing to receive. Mm-hmm. I would rather you make a dinner reservation, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. someplace that you know that I love, mm-hmm. you know, so those sort of things that we do need to tell yeah. our partner because we're all really different. Yes. We're all yeah. really, I really don't care about flowers. I like flowers, but yeah, I like I flowers, flowers too. Um, okay. Um, I would like men to know that they should not lie. Don't lie, ever. Just come clean with whatever it is. Cowards lie because they're scared of the consequences. It shows your partner respect to just own it. Please don't lie. Hmm. I think this person was really lied to by a man. <laughs> I think so too, maybe. I think fundamentally like men know lot. the lie is wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, that's really interesting. Um, you know, if I ever come out of the closet and I'm in an outfit that I think I look really good in and I ask Tom, so does my rear look really big in this outfit? I don't really want him to tell me the truth. <laughs> I want him to say, yeah, huge. <laughs> so I think there's, there is a, there. I love talking about being political and diplomatic. You know, I'm not going to always say everything that comes into my head. No, 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 no. And if somebody asks me a question that has the potential of my answer, if I am going to be honest, then if it's going to be hurtful 
then I'm probably not going to tell him. Mm-hmm. I might say, you know, oh, I don't know. I might, I might need to think about that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I, I, I just think you want to be too much. I mean, I believe in honesty. Don't get me wrong. But I think too much of it can be very insensitive. Oh, I 100, and unnecessary. And unnecessary. Like, that's the part that I, yeah, yeah there's that saying, is it, watch your words, is it good, or is it true, is it kind, and is it necessary? Mm-hmm. I think that's a great formula. Yeah. Yeah. Is, like, it's just not necessary. What does, what does he gain by telling you your butt, which, uh, your butt's never looked big in anything, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, what does Tom gain by that? nothing absolutely (laughs) absolutely out of that truth like if that was true he gains absolutely nothing and it's not necessary it's not necessary but i do and you know i don't know i'll be interested to get your feedback i don't know that lying I don't think it's a gender thing. I think that I don't either. I think women lie, women lie a too. lot about how much they spend on something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a gender thing. I, we may lie about different things. Yeah, but yeah. I think I know that women lie as well. Yes, and so maybe it's just people probably shouldn't lie as much as they do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> unnecessarily yeah yeah that's interesting you know and I think that we we I think we are uh, especially growing up in the south you know we're taught to be so nice and so you know we you know we're used to people just saying oh you look so pretty Mm -hmm, you -hmm, know mm -hmm, or oh that's mm -hmm. just so not that's so good such good food even Mm -hmm. if you don't really think it is you know so I think we do get kind of build a tolerance for some of those things Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know that saying if you can't say something nice and don't say anything at all yeah it's perfect yeah you know so you know that's where we learn so much of that just be nice just be nice yeah so I think you want to be relatively honest yeah yeah. You know, if somebody, if Tom asked me how much I spent on something, I'm not going to lie to him about that. Right. Because he's not my dad and I can't get in trouble. Right. Even if he did, wasn't a big fan of me spending that money, if it were something for the house, but he, he never does that. Yeah. But, you know, that's, I'm not going to lie about that because I'm not scared. Don't you think your gut tells you what, what, I mean, what you should not lie about yeah like, i don't think we, we need to be better. afraid of our partners no 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 if no, you're no. afraid of your partner's reaction Mm-mm. then you probably don't need to do it right if you think it's going to send them off out the roof yeah then you don't want to do it yeah or do it and own it but don't uh, if you have to hide stuff yeah I, and we know we know we know what we should be saying and we know what we should not be saying yeah but I, th- I think there's just as many women out there telling a fib or two. I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, these next four were from one girl, and I thought they were uh, the last one's hilarious. Um, she said, I would like men to know that being offered a hand when we're getting out of the car is one of the nicest gestures ever. I, I, amen, sister. Isn't that the cutest thing? Yes. I, I just, I love that. You know, Craig is such a gentleman when it comes to doors and 
elevators and those little gestures are they are so sweet they are they are very very sweet um this one cracked me up (laughs) we see through your humble brags humbles and quotes humble brags just be yourself it's way more attractive (laughs) was that from a woman Uh uh-huh they're humble brags like yeah. what, what i don't know what she's talking about do you yeah i do what Say it. it's usually financial related <laughs> like guys want to brag about how important or how rich they are or oh, see i've never had that successful. issue because i've never been important or rich <laughs> but i know or what that happens. they did something or they were recognized for something or they drive or they, this car or yeah. something like yeah and they're trying to act like they don't want you to know but yes. they totally but want it's so you thinly to know. veiled uh-huh. and it's an yes. obvious brag uh-huh. yeah. yes i i thought that was freaking hilarious uh-huh that is funny <laughs> like they're staying somewhere fancy and they just want to be like i love this drink but they really just want to take a picture of their cup that says where they are so they can brag you know <laughs> little shit like that happens all the time i know exactly what she's talking about and that's not just women who are no- get, think that's annoying <laughs> and because we have initials on our shoes and our handbags yeah <laughs> that's we know exactly we're, that, uh, we're, we're, we're are, less subtle about it we yes, are it's okay subtle. that's you know yeah, but I. That's different. Yeah, I know exactly what we're not she was being subtle about. at all. We are flashing those. Yeah, those which is totally different. Letters. Than, yeah. <laughs> That's totally. I mean, I laughed really hard at that one. Um, when you pitch in with housework, we think you look really sexy. It's the truth. That is the truth. Wait, what, what was that one? <laughs> Read that again. <laughs> when you pitch in with housework, oh, we okay. think you look really sexy. That's yeah. true. Do you, you know those? Do you remember That's the names true, of those? Why are you looking at me like that? You don't believe that? No. That's a oh, yeah. thousand percent true. So if if you if you walk in and Elise is pulling out the vacuum cleaner and you say, hey, hon, let me do that for you. And you vacuum the whole house. She's going to be all over oh, you. Sh- yeah. You are for sure getting laid. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I cook a lot. Sexy. Does that count? <laughs> totally sexy. And that's the only time I'm wearing like bummy clothes. Oh, but I don't think we I don't care. Not at all. Uh-uh, Honestly, we don't care what you have on. No, it uh-uh. doesn't matter. It does not matter. Do I you, love this one. Do you remember the two girls? They're blondes, and they are sex therapists. And they've, they're back <clears throat> probably, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, they wrote all these books. When they had, they had a show and stuff. And one of the things I'll never forget them saying, men... A vacuum cleaner is an act. You pushing a vacuum cleaner is an aphrodisiac (laughs) for women. Trust us. Totally. (laughs) It is. It is. Uh I mean, little things like that. uh, Cooking. Oh, the fact that Craig cooks is so sexy to me. And that he that he contributes with dishes. I mean, it's, it's. Oh, yeah. It's not a woman's world anymore in the kitchen no, or the house. No, that should be a given. And men need to know that. Yeah. There are no, if you ate, then you have to participate in the clean Yeah, <laughs> and then you're not going to the couch while all the women are doing all the work in the kitchen. It's so sexy. Yeah, those roles are inverted in our house. <laughs> I often have to clean and clean the shit up. Or cook and clean it up. <laughs> What's Elise doing? I Lying on the couch yeah. with bonbons? Yeah. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. You know, yesterday, Craig and I did She might even, argue that if she heard this, but... <laughs> Craig and I didn't even talk about dinner. We didn't even talk about what we were going to do for dinner. And he didn't even know if I could have dinner with him, like what my kids were doing or whatever. And I went over and had happy hour with him and his parents. And and he was like, oh, I picked up. 
Or I, when I got there, he wasn't there. I said, are you not here? Because I didn't see his car. And he's like, oh, I ran to the store to get dinner. I'm like, that is so sexy. He just did it. I mean, he made a decision what we were going to have. He bought it. He went to the grocery store. He came up. He was ready to cook. I mean, I loved it. I, I needed to he's take it. He's a grown-ass man. Yeah, he's a grown... <laughs> that, but that's a little gesture that... Mm-hmm. That means a lot to huge, you. Huge. Huge. Yeah. Okay, and this one really... I mean, I laughed out loud when I read this one. If you slap my butt during sex, we're done, and you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> like riding a horse? Really? Yeah. Do most women yeah. really feel that way? <laughs> y- yeah. If I'm walking by you... Do and you are my partner. If you're another man, I'm gonna probably deck you with the right. But hook. no, she was talking about specifically during coitus. No, I know, but even unless y'all are into that, <laughs> I think you need to ask. I think the man or be asked. Yeah. Yes. Or be asked. Exactly. Slap my. Yeah. Slap, I've never asked that. <laughs> <laughs> like I. So I read this to my brother, and he was like, "I know." I know there are girls who like that. Definitely. Yeah, there are. And there are people that use those little whips and everything, yeah, too. That's yeah. not the same thing. <laughs> that's not at all the same as I whips wish, and chains. And- I just wish y'all... I'm so embarrassed. All the- I'm sweating, too. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so I wish the listeners could funny. see Kevin's face expressions all during this He's one. He's got a big smile on his face. Well, the first so I one keep the cameras off was of me. perplexing. You were like, what? Really? <laughs> like, so I think the important thing is just before you start slapping. I think that most, yeah, most maybe guys know just that. Have, do you mind if I slap your butt while we have sex? <laughs> No, there's there are plenty of those guys who think taking some sort of a forceful position is attractive, but it's often not. Yeah, I don't think so. an aggressive. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've said before in here, I don't, I I don't like, and it's it's happened to me before, walking by and my husband slapping me on the rear, like that was an attractive thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I and that was like, no, no. That is not that that does that not, does not I'm work not a horse. You. I don't need that strong. <laughs> you know, I don't think that's attractive or, or at least for me uh-huh. and I don't like a boob tweak. Like oh, if you walk by and like somebody that. tweaks your breasts. No. No. I mean, I'm talking about somebody you're in your in a relationship. Of course. But you know, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not a stranger. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. You know, it's all right, Janice. I wasn't going to cross that line. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, Kevin. What if, <laughs> if you slap my rear, I'm going to yeah. really be nervous. <laughs> what if Tom touches your butt or squeezes your butt when he, he walks by? Do you not like that either? Like if I just walk by him? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I really don't. You don't like that? Uh-uh. I don't, I don't think I mind that. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> like if, if I'm in cooking in the kitchen or if I'm like doing, yeah, and and Craig walked by me and he squeezed my butt or he oh I really hope his parents or his sisters aren't listening to this episode <laughs> or he just touches my rear I I don't I wouldn't mind that well but it but I if but he it, like popped me no I would but not if I like were that. standing at the if I were cooking and Tom walked by and like it was a sexual innuendo while I was cooking mm-hmm. I, I I just don't I don't think I like that 
I think I'd rather him hug me. Oh yeah, you know, I would prefer than, a hug than squeezing my bottom. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Kev? Do you well, squeeze? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if it was presented as a problem, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> she doesn't mind. No, she wouldn't be shy about telling me. Does she? Does she slap yours? Uh, not really. Sometimes. Not as often though. Yeah, I think sometimes I. I, I, I don't think I my ass is as appealing. I just don't. Oh, I think butts are appealing on you men. You slap butts know. when you're having sex? No, 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 no. Yeah, no guy wants to be slapped on the ass. No, no, no. Okay, I'm just so confused. <laughs> no, no, just in life. Like, oh. like if I pass Craig, I might I might pat his butt. I don't slap it. Yeah, I might a pat. pat. Yeah. A little love pat. Yeah, a little love pat. <laughs> yeah. I got the flattest ass ever. Nobody looks at that and is like, ooh, I just got to touch it. <laughs> I mean, with girls, it's different. I don't know. They're more I visually really... appealing, I think. Uh, well, of course, to you. <laughs> but men are visually appealing to me. To everyone. The male body is just not that visually appealing. That's not true for me. <laughs> Compared no. to a female. That is not... For you. Guys are gross. Guys aren't... Because you're a guy. Of course, you don't want to check out another guy. <laughs> but we're... I'm a girl. I, I'm surprised how we're not gross to women. I really am sometimes. You are not... N- no. The male body is not gross to me. Uh, me neither. Mm. Me I neither. find it all very attractive. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet most so you can you women can get do. out there and be strutting that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Walk in there and ask Elise. Say, hey, you liking this? It's just not the same. <laughs> For you. <laughs> For the world. No, you can't speak on behalf of the world, Kevin. <laughs> we are. Ta- we have taken a turn. What What did you a say? Feminine that body day? is much prettier. Well, I agree with that, but the male body is much more masculine well, and be. handsome. Yeah. Okay. I now, got you. I promise you that's I'm gonna I'm a that's a, a myth that I don't I don't they're You're debunking. I'm debunking. <laughs> Good. Yes. You're busting it. I think that's an old theory that women aren't supposed to like it or th- or think it's attractive or want and I just I I think that women can be Every bit as as sexual and as physical and I agree as with that. like visual as men. Yeah. I really do. I'm sure you're right. It's been my experience that I am right about that. Yeah. And I don't think I'm alone. No. No, I'm sure you're not. We've come a long way. Mm-hmm. We have. Mm-hmm. We needed to. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um any more <laughs> thoughts on that? <laughs> Should we keep going? <laughs> I really am sweating oh, now. I'll let it go. Kevin, what else do you all <laughs> What? <laughs> what do you want to say? Oh, I'm no, no, no. I want to know what else, that's all you, I got. what else they do. And I do not want to know what <laughs> else they do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Can we talk about we'll it? We'll put a pin in Can that. Can I for leave first? <laughs> okay. Um, you know I'm an open book, but we'll... we'll I love it. We'll turn the page I actually now. really love it. Yeah, let's turn the page. Okay, I think this is an important one. Our hormones, and this was written several different ways, several different versions, so I'll try to find the other ones that have the same, uh, essentially the same message. Our hormones have a mind of their own. As much as I wish I could control mine, I can't. I definitely get more emotional and more irrational a few days each month. I want men to know that we don't like it either. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think that's really important. And another thing that I think is really important is for men to not comment on that. Like if they say, totally oh, agree. are you in your period? You know, that's or probably that's, one of the it's worst. It's one of the worst things you can ever say to a woman. Because yeah. now you could say, are you all right? Are you, are you upset or you know i mean but to say especially sarcastically like oh gosh here we go it must be that time of the month something like that feels like a really terrible put down to women because those hormones really are so real oh i mean they take over they take elisa was tells me though she's like i'm coming up on period i'm gonna be really cranky and then, like, when I was on vacation last time in Florida, I was down the beach talking to my sister and brother-in-law, and I'm like, well, she's in a really shitty mood because she's starting a period. And they're like, she's like, you're not allowed to say that. And I'm like, I can say it to you guys. I can't say it to her. I mean. <laughs> never, ever, No, I would ever, never say never, it to her. Ever, ever, So then she walks down to the beach, and everybody's like. <gasps> uh, yeah. Pretty much. No. <laughs> Somebody else wrote it. Oh, hold on. Uh, I'm trying to find. That there were several who wrote. I'm. How did I miss this? Um, hormones. Okay, hold on. Dang it! There were there were another one. Hold on. Let me. For the record, nothing makes a dude more angry when the girls use that stupid joke where they're like, "You must be having your man period or whatever." If a guy's in a bad mood, never hate even that heard so that. much. You've I've never, heard, never that? heard that either. Oh man, guys never. will say it to each other. Girls will say it to guys. Like, just because you're in a bad mood and they think, when's your period? <laughs> I've never heard that. that. Okay, so the, another girl wrote, PMS is real, and it's unfair that we have almost two whole weeks of the month that we just don't feel like ourselves. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, that's that sucks. Two weeks, that's long. Yeah. That yeah, is long. It's, yeah. It's hard. I know. It's really, really, really hard. You know, I had the ablation, so I don't ever get my period, but I still have the hormones, Mm-hmm. And, but I can't, I don't even know when I'm being hormonal. Like, I don't even know when. It, it can just come on at any time? Yeah, but I really don't feel, I mean, I'm sure it's going to come, especially with menopause. I'm sure I'm about to enter that any minute. But I don't ever feel hormonal. You know. Do you? No, but I had a hysterectomy when I was like, I don't know, probably 40 probably 40 something like that 38 or 40 and uh and then I did pellets for a while and and then I stopped all of it and let my body get totally void of any sort of hormone replacement and um and it's great I don't have any I don't you don't take anything no I don't take anything I take vitamins, but I don't do any hormones and I don't and I feel great. I sleep great. I it feels really good to not have any of it. Wow, that's really I know. awesome. That's I know. encouraging. I know. Because I don't want to do all that stuff. I hope I don't have to. I don't think you, I mean, you may want to do a little bit. When, mm-hmm. I, fir- when I first had my hysterectomy, I had a patch. Mm-hmm. And my mother wore a patch for years. And I did a patch and then took uh, progesterone. And, um, and the patch worked great. And then I decided to get off of it. So I did pellets for a little while. But I did not like the pellets mm-hmm. uh, for me. And so I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to roll see with it and happens. let's see what happens. And yeah, the, I have nothing. Wow. I, th- I can tell a little bit maybe in muscle tone, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. when you're having 
when you have testosterone in your body, it's going to help with muscle tone, but it's all right. I'm not, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I, we don't. Yeah. So, I don't need big muscles. So you can kind of look forward to that. Yeah, it that's good. good. Yeah. That's good. Well, I do feel sorry. I know for, like, Anna Print, it, hers, her period really affects her yeah. emotionally. And, I mean, it's very obvious when, when she's feeling those things yeah. because – she just gets overwhelmed. She takes things a lot more personal. It's just that emotional flooding. Yes, it's it is. just that's so the, hard. Yeah, that's yeah. the best way to say it. So if you're a guy, just be attentive and kind. Yes, and Give sensitive. Them, yeah, be because sweet. it's beyond what we can do with it. Yeah, yeah. Bless her heart, Anna Prince. So cute. I know she's so cute. <clears throat> um, I would like men to know that women generally carry emotions longer than whatever event caused those emotions. Like if someone hurts our feelings, it's hard to shrug it off versus guys seem to be able to compartmentalize and move on faster. Men need to let us feel and understand that we just need a little more time than they do. Uh-huh, that's really great. That is a phenomenal one. Mm-hmm. I could have mm-hmm. written that one. I didn't, but... And the interesting thing is this is this is a, a 20-something-year-old. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh-huh. Um, I take so much longer than Craig and it's frustrating for him. Yeah. Mm. And it's frustrating for me that it's frustrating for him. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've asked you like, how long is appropriate? And you said, you, you said. As long as it takes. Yes. But you said something like that, minimum 24 hours. Like you gave me Mm -hmm. permission Mm -hmm. to take time to get over something oh yeah it does not i mean 24 to 48 hours you know Mm -hmm. i mean yeah and that's okay because part another really important part for people to try to remember about something like that is that i can be okay when you're not okay yes so if i'm mandating that you hurry up and get over something that's me just wanting you to be okay so I can be okay. So it's really not about you at all. And, and so, so rather than so say, good. okay, well, you go take some time if you need to go to your room or 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 if we need to, I'll call you tomorrow or whatever if you need some time to just kind of be in that those feelings and then separate yourself from it. Yeah. Because we can be okay when other people in our presence are not okay. Yeah so good yeah it's it's an important muscle to develop and it, it that sort of muscle it's interesting because you i practice it every day with my adult children mm. and everything that they go through and then my grandchildren you know i mean my world just gets bigger with people that i love mm-hmm. hugely and mm-hmm. so when they have stuff I get to really practice that. Yeah, that's really, really, really good. And yeah, so you might as well, if you're younger, then practice that now. Yeah. Because you're going to use it until the day you die. Yeah, it's so true. Um, I'm an expert at that one. You are? Oh, yeah. At what? Moving on quickly? Me moving on quickly, but understanding that she's not going to. Oh, well, that's good. good. And you Mm -hmm. can be okay with her not. Totally okay. Totally Kevin, that's it. amazing. That is huge, Kev. Yeah. She always says she makes an effort to not hold on to it as long, but I'm like, you know, you can't really force that. So, but it can be as long as like 72 hours, depending on the offense. It well, just you know, depends. and if you, if you, that statement that you just made 
that you know you I'll you know you basically said I understand that it may take you a little longer to get over that. You saying that is amazing because totally then that gives amazing. her permission to go and pout as long as she mm-hmm. wants or feel sad or angry or whatever, and you can go on there. As as Pia Melody said one day to me, you just you look at them and you think in your head. Oh, it must suck being you right now. <laughs> and then you step over their body and you go on with the, your life, which I totally. love that level of detachment. Yeah. You it's, know? It's so... And you know what I would guess? Like, because you're so understanding and you, like, honey, take all the time you need. Like, I love you. I'll be right here. <clears throat> I promise that plays into how much more quickly she's going to work through it. You think so? Yeah. It does oh, seem quicker these days. Yeah, I, I think it gives her permission, yes. and then she gets kind of tired of it. Because I'm always yeah. fine in an instant. It's always like... So is Craig. I'm know, like, I wish my brain could do ancient that. ancient history. It doesn't do that. So he was like, well, I don't know what to do when you need a minute. I'm like, just give, give me, me a minute. minute. Yeah. <laughs> and be kind. Bow out for a little while. Be kind while I have my minute. Don't get frustrated mm-hmm. with me because I need a minute. And then if you can't do it, then uh, separate yourself. Yeah. Say, I'm going to go run some errands and you take all the time you need to feel what you're needing to feel. Yep. Totally. It's, I, it's yeah, that's, I bet you that that has made a big difference in her, how quickly she moves past it. Because, you're probably right. Because if you don't allow her to have her feelings, now you've added another layer to her feelings. It took me a long time to, to figure that out, but. Yeah. That's no, that's really smart. Amazing. Where I would because, just make the situation worse by, you know, needling her about it. Mm-hmm. Well, she's and. She's still upset about it, you know. And not only that, but you're trying to control her. And that never, ever, ever feels good. Somebody no. says, get over it. It's like, how dare you tell me to get over something? Mm-hmm. You know, that is control. Mm-hmm. And you need to go take care of yourself and let me have my feelings. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Um, <clears throat> men really shouldn't think that women nag. It's a terrible label. As a couple, you want to help each other improve and be better. When men nag... It's never labeled as nagging. It's only nagging when it comes from a woman. No, that's not true. I'm telling you, here is the major difference between working together and nagging. Starting your sentence with, will you, would you mind, could you do this? We'll always get a good response. You need to just makes a guy not want to do it even more. <laughs> yeah, I'm you, need you. you need you to. Do this. You need to Yep, exactly. Uh-huh. That's that just being, doesn't work, and that's naggy. It's being a mother. <laughs> Even I, you know, I learned that when my kids it's were really in high good, school, is I stopped saying it to my children. I ca- I stopped telling them they needed to or they should do something. I would say, hey, Brent, uh, would you please pick up your room? You know, or, you know, rather than pick up your room, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't want to be a nag. Because I want, in my That's marriage, exactly I want my husband to not view me as a naggy mother because that's not going to be attracted to him. Yeah, because no. he doesn't you know? want to have sex with his mother. No. <laughs> yes, it's very no, unattractive. unless he's really sick, <laughs> yes. you know. And then, you know, it's like, you know, there's, the, I, and it's hard because sometimes I want to say, oh, my gosh, please put your dishes in the dishwasher. Most of the time he does, you know, but but rather than either me put him in the dishwasher or say, hey, babe, would you put your dishes in the dishwasher? He never says no to that. It's a request. Yep. 
And it makes I, a I huge... respond well to that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, would you I... mind taking out some of that trash before you leave in the morning? Sure. Like, you need to get that trash out of there before you leave tomorrow. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. And I, I think that that is a hugely important thing for women to learn. Ask for what you want all day long, but stop mothering. And know the difference between an act of defiance and genuinely forgetting, because that's a thing, too. <laughs> well, I will be, you know, accused of that being intentional or, you know, yeah, thumbing rarely. my nose. And I'm like, no, no, not at all. Like, I just forgot. Yeah. Our, our quote, unquote, bad behavior or, or offensive behavior or whatever the behavior, negative behaviors, it's rarely, if ever, intentional. Yeah, you're right. And, yeah. And so if the person who's who's been offended can just start with giving their significant other the benefit of the doubt that this was not intentional. It's not like they woke up and were like, how can I piss off Kevin today? Well, Mm -hmm. if somebody's in a relationship like that, that the partner wakes up and their number one goal is to make the other person miserable, get out of the relationship. Right. There's a good example. This other day, I came home with groceries. I had a bunch of stuff that needed to go in the fridge, but I had a call. So I went in my room and I took my call and then I, I got off and I was just on my computer or whatever. And Lisa comes in. She's like, you leave all that shit on the counter. You just assume that I'm going to put it all in the refrigerator. I'm like, I just forgot. I came yeah. in. I had a call. Like I did not. It was yeah. in no way meant to. Yeah. Yeah. To suggest I wasn't that. sending a message. No, that not at all. You're the maid. I wasn't just like, here, she'll take care of it. it <laughs> yeah. Like I got no. distracted. <laughs> no, you're smarter than that. No. Yeah. I know better than to do. <laughs> uh-huh. You are better than that. Uh, I think giving the benefit of the doubt. That's a really important. I think that's a good one too. Yeah, good lesson. Um, okay, uh, I know we're getting tight on time, but we still have a few more. Um, as women, I feel like we often feel like we're falling short in one area of life or another, or oftentimes just don't feel good enough. So it really means a lot when men offer positive reinforcement and kindness. It means so much. Yeah, can't overdo that. No. I thought that was really sweet. And, you know, I love I love for a man to tell a woman that they are smart. Because I think a lot of times mm-hmm. we're told that we're pretty or that you are a really good cook or even if you're good in bed. But for somebody to say, you know what, I, I admire your intelligence. Mm-hmm. You're so smart or you're so accomplished in that area or whatever so if you're a guy i think that you could latch on to that it's just a different level yeah i really think that that is wonderful advice we love being told we're beautiful Mm -hmm. but that's kind of an easy that's i feel like if somebody's beautiful like i don't they don't have a lot to do with that you Mm -hmm. know i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know yeah but if, if if Craig admires me or sees something in me that is me, that's like coming from the inside out, that means the world to me. Yeah, it it does. It really does mean the world to me. Um, I, uh, I loved this one. I think women really enjoy when their boyfriend or husband plans something in advance. Even anything small like making a surprise dinner reservation or send a text in the middle of the day saying, hey, I just am really looking forward to being with you tonight. I just think that's perfect. Yeah. There's, it's yeah. so simple, but it those little gestures, that's mm-hmm. so true. 
It is so true. You cannot overdo that. You cannot overdo uh-uh. that to a woman. Uh-uh. And and those little things of appreciation, that goes both ways. I know men really love being appreciated as well. Yeah. Appreciation, I think, is just such a key ingredient to a happy relationship. It is. And I really like two words, admiration and respect. Like, I love admiring my significant other and respecting my and I love for them to use those words mm-hmm. with me mm-hmm. I like don't you I don't respect is a weird word to me because I don't know how to define that I I like I like admiration and or, or I like something that's a little more like amazing i think you are amazingly positive Mm -hmm. or something like that because respect i have so much respect for you and as parents i always tell parents don't tell your kids respect you treat me with respect oh yeah you got to define that yes you know so that's why i just but but respect is a great word if you if you have a positive association right when i think about it i think like if somebody said i really respect you then I would think, so I really like what you're saying. It'll make sense. I, 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 when somebody says, I really respect you, then what I think is that there's a, something about me, there's a quality that exists in me that they admire. That uh-huh. there's a, and uh-huh. so to your point, it would be even more meaningful if they were, if they expanded on what is that quality uh-huh. Uh-huh. about yeah. that about them that you admire that allows you that increases your ability to respect them yeah yeah that's yeah i think that's right i like that yeah me too your my light came on when you said that um women's brains aren't able to compartmentalize the way men's can it's why we can handle multitasking with the children with the child on our hip Men don't realize when we are concerned about something or upset about something, it's really difficult to set it aside as efficiently as they can. They may be just as concerned, but it's much more integrated across all of our thinking. Great one. That's a great one. And uh, uh, along those same lines, there was, and then we can kind of expand on it a little bit more. Um, I think one thing is how we, we think guys... Guys can single task and compartmentalize so much easier, whereas women, I'm thinking of about 10 different things at once, and it can often create a lot of anxiety. Um, so I, what do you think about compartmentalizing when it, men versus women? Well, I think men are more compartmentalized. I think they have work. I think they have friends. I think they have fun. I think they have... You know, and as women, I think because as women in general, well, if you look in the animal world, you know, the being in the nest with the little birds and all of that sort of thing is you're kind of always looking around because they're so if if you are a stay at home mom in particular and your husband goes to work, then, you know, you are constantly scanning the environment to see where people are and are they okay and safety and food and all of that stuff. So, but I don't think, uh, I don't think either one of them are, are bad. And I think that's as in a lot of couples, I know that Tom is more compartmentalized than I am. And he, I mean, he has a much stronger work ethic than I do. 
and you know and but he gets real in that zone Mm -hmm. and that's what makes him really good at that Mm -hmm. you know whereas that would kind of drive me crazy Mm -hmm. to sit there for that long at work you know but but so then i think as you as you blend those with two different people that one has one and one has the other then it makes for a good combination yeah he never notices the the specks of things on the floor (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's not his compartmental his brain is somewhere else mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. do you notice it kev in your relationship with that that you're you can compartmentalize you're i i think that you're probably you probably compartmentalize a little bit less i would say i think so too most men mm-hmm. i think that if you're feeling something i can sense it mm-hmm. uh-huh. it bleeds uh-huh. yeah i don't have a very good poker face no no that is true but I do think that that it is more common for men to like. I agree. Like Craig and I could get in a fight. I'm just making this up, and he could go to work, and it would not bleed into his day. Right. But it would affect like mine would for sure. Yes. Yeah. And mine would too. Like I I would bet that Anna Prin or George would be like, Mom, are you okay? Like mm-hmm. is something going on? Like what are you? Are you upset today? Because it would just. I, it would bleed into all areas of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're very hard on the sleeve type people. Yeah. So maybe that, I do think that men are more capable of it, but maybe it's less gender. And I mean, you and more, I are specifically, not yes. men in general. Uh-huh. I agree with that. Yeah, that may, be, that may be just an individual sort of a trait. Mm-hmm. Or, and it may, be, it may be something that you learned when you were little, or it, became, or it served you well when you were little yeah when yeah. you're growing up uh-huh yeah or you watch the big people do that definitely <laughs> the big people <laughs> the big people in the house the big people in my the mom house. was very much like that yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay these two are very similar um and we only have a couple left uh if i'm venting i don't want your feedback or for the man to go into fix-it mode. Women are people-oriented and guys are things-oriented. You can fix things and there's not a quick fix to people. So here's what you- We want a solution, we wanna find a solution. (laughs) Here's what you do with that, is you ask, if you're a guy or a, or a woman, because, I mean, you probably try to fix things. I try to fix things. what I do for a living, mm-hmm. you know. And if you say, okay, I have an idea about a solution. Do you want to hear it? So if you will ask yeah. for permission before you leap in there and try to fix somebody's stuff, mm-hmm. it really it will it'll help the relationship. Because That's so good. That's then, great advice. Because what they may want is empathy. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They just may want you to recognize what they're feeling or what they're going through. And I do it with my daughters a lot. I'll say, I have an opinion. Do you want to hear it? And sometimes they say no. And I do it with Tom too. And sometimes he says, no, thanks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, shoot. It was good. It's free. You're going <laughs> to really be bummed. You don't yeah, know what's swimming around are. in my head. <laughs> but I think it's a good thing because sometimes people just want to talk. They just mm-hmm. want you to hear them instead yeah. of try to fix it. So yeah. ask for that. That's great feedback. Um, somebody else wrote something very similar. I would like men to know that we don't need you to fix it all the time. Often we just want you to sit, sit with us, see us and hear us. Mm -hmm. And so maybe even, so you asked for that. I was about to say, yeah, I want to talk to you about something and you don't need to fix it. I just really need an ear and some empathy and a great big hug. But I've had the 
worst day or go into whatever happened. Yeah, that's and that's great, Toba, because we if you can ask for what you want, you're going to get more of what you want. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, Okay, being I liked this one. being vulnerable it's really really sexy when men are vulnerable when they're open and when they ask a lot of questions i like that yeah me too Mm -hmm. i think and i think men are getting just better and better at it they are Uh uh-huh do you like talking about your feelings kev no (laughs) but i'm really good at asking questions Really? And being empathetic to others, yeah. No, I think you're really good I at do too. being empathetic. That's why you're good at sure. your job. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It's weird. Like That's not a particular, a common characteristic you'd think of my occupation, but it happens to play in very well. It, well, it does because you're, look, you're with people and you're watching and you're listening and all of that. And if you throw something in there, yeah, it, you are good at that. Well, thank you. It's good. Okay, last one. It seems like men feel strongly about providing for women and a family. Women want to be along for the journey to support and help you reach those goals. For example, a lot of guys I know don't want to settle down until they feel 100% financially stable. Never going to happen. And have reached yeah, their that's career. That's what I was going to say. When does that happen? Goals. <laughs> Let it go. Women don't necessarily need that, and they actually would like to grow together and maybe be a great support through those times. My parents didn't have any money until I was a little girl, but she made him the best version of himself and actually contributed massively to his success. Yeah. I like it. That's a young girl, and so I'm sure that that some of the guys that she's dating and going out with feel... Uh-huh, that they need a certain financial status. I settled down at the exact same time I threw all of my financial stability out the window. So... What do you mean? Well, you went out on your own, exactly, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I got my job. I got engaged right after yeah. that. Yeah. So that's when I realized, okay, now I've just took a big step. Like, I'm, I can't start Might over. as well but go yeah. all the way under. Might as well. <laughs> uh-huh. And guess what? Everything works out. I know. It really does, it doesn't does. it? Yeah. You know, I mean, when I first got married, I didn't have anything. You know, we we grew. We, yeah. We did that together. So did we. Yeah. yeah. And that does... I, I agree. I don't think you have to have all the answers and all the money and have it all figured out before. I don't think you can. Before you can. Before no, you because just when you think you've mm-hmm. got it figured out, guess what? Curveball. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. That's so true. All right. Uh, what about you, Janice? Do you have anything to add? Is there anything that you No, would I like? thought those were great. That I, was really wonderful. Yeah. They were great. Yeah. And, I liked it. And the overlap was interesting. Yeah. Huh? Isn't it? You know, I just think that we're all kind of living a very similar, uh-huh. we're all walking the same path. Same kind of different as me. Yes, uh-huh. it's so true. It I was, is. I was talking with the guy this morning and he was having a really hard time telling me something he w- was struggling with. Uh-huh. And he was like, this is just a dark side of me and I just don't want you to know. And I was like, Dude, get in line. Like, you think you're the only one yeah. with a secret? Yeah. You what makes you so special? Only, yeah. You think yeah. you're the only one with a, with a dark Something side, with a yeah. shadow side? Like, dude, get, the only person who's walked the face of the earth who had it totally together was Jesus. That was a one out of billions and billions and billions of people. We're, we're all a hot mess. Living the same crazy yeah. life. Yeah. Well, we hope you all have an amazing week. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, and thanks so much for the contribution. We we love it when we get to 
hear back from you and, and interact with y'all. Yeah, it was amazing. Have a great week. Have an awesome week. Thanks, Kev. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin.